1: It is right on quarter past four. You are on In Your Face on 3CR with James and Yvette. And we're joined by a very special guest Lisa Dibb from Slut Walk. She's here to promote Slut Fest which is a fundraiser this Sunday for Slut Walk. Uh, it's happening at Bella Union and Slut Walk is a global protest movement that fights for an end to rape culture, victim blaming and slut shaming. And the Melbourne March began as an annual event in 2011, sparked by comments made by a Toronto cop who claimed that women shouldn't dress like slut in order to avoid being <laughs> victimized, mm. Yvette. Hi.
0: Hi. Hi, James. Hi, everybody. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> hi. Well, I guess I'm going to start with: um, What does a, a slut walk mean to you? <laughs> uh, well, to, to me
2: personally, I guess i I got involved because it seemed like such a silly thing to have to to have to argue about the idea that what you wear or the way you act or where you go at night. Or who you are would give someone a quote-unquote reason to assault you, it just seemed like such a fundamentally wrong concept mm. that it uh, that it just had to be uh, had to be protested.
1: Mm. Lisa, how would you compare the attitudes of Victoria police about survivors of rape compared to the infamous comment that was made by that Toronto police representative in two thousand and eleven?
2: I think everyone has different experiences with cops. I know that we have them as a presence at the march. I personally have always found them really helpful, and you know, as an organizer, whenever I've had to alert their attention to someone perhaps in the crowd who's been a bit untoward or acting a bit, you know, uh, offensive. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, we we don't get a huge amount of of, of people that. Uh, we have to, you know, grab by the scruff of the neck and throw out, but sometimes you just want to alert their attention to someone who might possibly be dangerous to the people there. But I think as a as a cultural thing and as a societal thing, I think that the things that police are taught and the way they're taught to deal with assault survivors is uh, a little bit backwards, uh, as as most legislation and attitudes towards assault and survivors is really... But uh, I think that a lot of them aren't, uh, equipped with the proper skills to Mm. deal with it, not just in an empathetic way, but in a logical way, um, just in terms of, uh, I don't really, I mean, I'm, I'm not a cop, but I don't think that, uh, asking a person how many drinks they'd had or how short their skirt was Mm. is, uh, Hugely important to the investigation of a of an assault all. case no no, and it and i don 't know if they realize that it just makes things a lot worse for the survivor themselves,
0: but it doesn't accurately reflect uh, rape um and how rape works and who gets raped it doesn 't accurately re- reflect reflect that anyway right?
2: well yeah exactly and and cops are under the same influence that most of society is unfortunately, which is the idea of what the quote-unquote perfect victim looks like, mm. uh, I think that things like film and and stereotypes and also just our own sort of society's inherent sexism still believes that uh, an assault victim looks like, I guess, what most people uh picture in their head from like a CSI or something which is you know a, a young attractive woman walking down a dark street possibly in a bad neighborhood right. uh, tottering on high heels and maybe she's had a few drinks and mm. someone calls her from the bushes you know and, and that's that happens of course it does but it's certainly not a blanket approach you can take. Well, it's not
0: the truth, is it? I mean, most no. women are, are, are raped by somebody that they know.
2: Exactly. And you 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 tell people this and they they just mm. r- kind of refuse to believe the evidence that's right in front of them, which is really frustrating. But mm. this is what we're here for.
0: Well, that brings me to my next question. Mm. Um rape culture. Um how would you describe it? <laughs>
2: I yeah, I had to um I had to uh, have co- uh, calmly try and sort of talk to this, talk about this to someone uh, on the internet where all the best people live. Uh, on, about this the <laughs> other day, and they said, "Oh, you know, what even is rape culture?" Uh, and it's sort of it's sort of hard to explain to someone that doesn't, mm. possibly from the outset, think very much of assault vict- assault survivors. Mm. But it's basically when you consider the society we live in now, which allows for survivors to be blamed, for there to be uh, like criteria that you have to meet in order to be a quote-unquote proper victim. It's sort of a a natural extension of being in an essentially sexist, quite misogynistic society that we live in, which is that, you know, white, hetero, cis, male patriarchy, as it stands, is um, sort of given the benefit of the doubt a lot of the time Mm -hmm. and anyone not befitting that is made to feel lesser and other um and that uh, doesn't that I mean that doesn't just include uh, you know women but uh, same sex people trans people the whole rainbow
1: mm. I was going to ask you about queer people how much input mm. from the queer communities do you have at uh, at at Slutwalk
2: Well at any given time we have a, a really diverse committee I mean obviously I don't do this on my own um we the committee changes a bit every year but we always have I think a really diverse mix of of people in terms of uh, class and race and orientation and, and and gender, which is which is really good because we wouldn't. I, I think that if we didn't have input from areas of the community that we don't partic- that, that that we don't belong to, then we may end up inadvertently ignoring the needs of those people, and that's. That's essentially what I guess, quote unquote, white feminism is, which is, you know, you only know your own experience and therefore you can only speak to your own experience and, you know, you end up really only catering for a certain amount of people. So every every year we try and um, widen the circle as big as we can mm-hmm. in terms of the the organization group.
0: I wanted to go to. I think you were going to ask a similar question, James. So the news coverage of Slut Walk over the years, I've noticed, hasn't always taken, or doesn't always take Slut Walk all that seriously. <laughs> I think you had a question about this. Is it? Is that? Do you think? Are they missing the irony of the? Is it the naming of the event, like Slut yeah. Slut Walk? Is that or Slut Fest in this case this year? Well, there's there's, <laughs>
2: there's definitely there's definitely a lot of different reasons that. Depending on the media, I mean, community radio and, and, and things like that are always really good spaces to talk about this thing because you actually can have a logical discussion a lot of the time. Uh, whereas I think mainstream outlets, you know, you, you, you see a bunch of people rallying in the street and it's a huge novelty and, mm-hmm. and oh, what are they complaining about? And, you know, the mm-hmm. classic conservative media always has something to say about that sort of thing. Usually they're just annoyed that their trams are late. They're what, sorry? They're oh, trans. they're late. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, what's well, what, why is the tram being diverted? Ah, some feminists are arcing up about something. Yeah, right, yeah. but
0: I mean, to again, let's just stick with the mainstream, but if there are a couple of... Actually, I was going to ask about the numbers of uh, women that take part in the slut walk matches, I'm assuming there are some men involved as well. I don't know if you have numbers on last year's slut walk.
2: Last year was last year was really high because uh, it obviously dips up and down every year, depending on I don't know, all, sorts of, all sorts of different things. Yeah, I think last year there was uh, there was probably three, three thousand maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously hard to get a grasp on numbers, and mm-hmm. in a way, the numbers aren't the most important thing. It's mm-hmm. that the message is getting out there and visible, and you know it, it is. It is kind of nice when when you know. Mainstream media, like the like your free to wear channels, when they come mm. down, because at least they're you know giving us some publicity, which is you know helping to fuel that conversation, which is a good thing. Mm. And hopefully,
0: if but you know. d- are you concerned at all that uh, the, the, the the way they will frame that the mainstream media? There's three thousand women in in their underwear. Do you know what I mean? That oh, yeah. This of is course. this is well. I mean, you know, we, it's a hypersexualized culture that we live in for for women. Do you know what i mean i, I think yeah that- yeah there's,
2: there's definitely that- there's definitely the danger of they 'll cut to us in a two minute you know puff piece between the sports and the weather, so there I, I always worry about the way they 'll frame it, especially because it's always always a straight white male reporter who's standing there with all of us you know right. screaming behind him right uh, so yeah that is a, that is a fear that is a fear of mine that they'll either kind of consider us a novelty. Or they'll kind of be going, ah, oh, you know, look at these mischief makers. But in the end, I don't, I don't personally really care, um, mm. because if if you were watching, you know, Channel Nine or Channel Seven, and you saw that there was a protest march of people who aren't satisfied with the way uh, Australia and the world deals with uh, sexual assault and victim blaming and slut shaming, and you think that that's a silly cause, or you think that they're, you know, very rude for walking down a street in their underwear, or or for diverting the trams, then <laughs> I mean, you're kind of a lost cause. I don't really want to talk to you. Is the,
1: is there that element of empowerment to the march to the extent that women actually do dress say, in bikinis, and, and and or or is that just in jest that you're saying that, or or is it, or is that a big part of the march?
2: Oh well, I mean, it's one of the fundamental aspects not right. not necessarily people coming in their underwear, yeah. but. The fact that you can wear whatever you want to the yep. march is very important because that's the ethos of the entire movement: is that you can wear what you want and you shouldn't have to be afraid that that you're going to be uh, tarred with some sort of slut brush.
1: So in that sense, it's like Mardi Gras.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, because it's 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 taking back something that is being used against us, which is like the name. Uh, and and that's the thing people wear all different things you know we do have people who come in various states of undress and we also have people who will often wear the clothes that they were assaulted in right. uh, as a wow. show, as a show of you know this is this is what a survivor looks like and so that's, that
1: real mix of the festive and also the incredibly serious to the point of almost traumatic
2: well it's it's a really interesting day uh in a way the fundraiser we have before it blows off steam in the in, in b- b- beforehand because the day itself is really I find it very emotionally uh confusing because it's amazing to see the people that come and it's really heartening and you feel very optimistic at the amount of people that are there and they come up and they tell you that they're happy that the event is on and they feel supported and you feel like you've done a good job but it's also really sad that we have to do it and it's devastating that people have gone through such horrible things and it's very discouraging you know when you see the people sometimes who I don't know hang off a balcony and 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 yell things at you or something and Mm. you just think you know in a in a in a it it shouldn't be a utopian ideal that people are catcalling a (laughs) a women's march but Mm. uh, or or a or a or a um, uh, anti anti violence march, really, but it's yeah, it's it, it's a good day overall, and there is that festive element.
0: What's men's involvement in in the SlutWalk marches? I mean, do, are, are there significant numbers of men partaking? It's hard to tell.
2: Obviously, we don't have we don't have numbers necessarily. Mm-hmm. There was uh, there was a, a man on the organising committee for several years, and we don't disallow men from being involved in terms of organizing or attending and we do find that there are there are men that come it's certainly not a quote unquote women's march strictly uh it certainly is open to every gender every every non every non binary color of the rainbow but in terms of uh, when i look out visually there's there's definitely Probably probably the, the, the smallest group is probably probably men. Mm. Yeah.
1: What well, impact has the death of Jill Ma and the incredible community outpouring of grief that happened as a consequence of that? What impact has that had on 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 Slutwalk?
2: Well there was there was there was a march specifically for Martin not in long Brunswick, after that in yeah, Brunswick, yeah,
1: yeah. I went along to that in Brunswick. Actually, it was massive, it was huge, huge.
2: Yeah, numbers. was it yeah. thirty thousand? It was hard
1: to tell, like but that? they certainly stretched for about two k's down mm-hmm. Sydney Road. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I think that the the, the Ma thing was definitely one of the more high-profile cases, but it was just another in a long, long line of discussions we've had to have about sexual violence, but also about convictions and the pro- the probation because uh, obviously Adrian Bailey had had a lot of <laughs> um, previous offences on parole yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and and most of those were of a se- of sexually violent nature and that's the thing is that people who do these types of crimes are not punished in the same way that I don't know embezzlement or mm. or hitting someone with a car is is punished and so I just, it's so frustrating that these aren't considered serious indicators of future violence. And I think that's what people were additionally and
0: still now to this day upset about. I, I found um, the response to Dilma's um, uh, death, rape and death, a bit frustrating also at the same time that it doesn't tell the truth it's not the true story that um most rapists most women who who get raped then it's not the stranger on the street it's it's the person that they know do you know what i mean so I, yeah. I find that 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 outpouring of um support which is great on the one hand but on the other on the other hand it still sort of shifted the blame or something do you know what i mean it that it, it's, yeah. it's it's it, it happens inside the home
2: well, yeah, of course, and and you have to wonder if uh, if the case would have been as high profile if if she hadn't if if she if she had been um, if she had been attacked by her partner or right. or someone she knew and, and and we won't know
0: but but we don't have people don't really mobilise for that Do you know what I mean we don't have much as for that by and large
2: well that
0: definitely comes
2: under comes under our banner because we we certainly don't believe uh at Slot melbourne we certainly would never say that, that that wasn't the most unfortunately common way that that people are assaulted especially women and it's just it it is frustrating that australia doesn't seem to want to have doesn't want to have that discussion about mm. uh partner violence and then you know by extension of that partner violence in same sex uh relationships you know there's just there's really not enough statistics on that so you know, even the even the, the small statistics we have about, like let's say male and female sexual violence, there's even less when it comes to gender diverse people, same sex relationships, and that's necessary uh, in order to to build a bigger picture of of assault in Australia. But mm. I I think we're getting there slowly,
0: <laughs> slowly but surely. So Slutfest Fest is the fundraiser. Yeah, yeah.
2: So every year, year we have this a Sunday. Whole... Yes, yeah, the Sunday. Delta Union. Every year we have a fundraiser, uh, the money goes towards the March and then whatever we don't use on the March goes to a different charity every, every, every year. I will be checking up on the Facebook, our charity for, for this Sunday. So keep an eye on it when you, when you go to, when you go to our Facebook. But it's, as I said, it's, it's, a, it's more, a bit more festive than the March uh, so we're just gonna be, you know, bands and we'll have our nail bar which we have every year. Uh... Who've you got what's playing? Yeah, what's a
1: nail bar? Yeah, a nail bar? Yeah. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, just someone some you can get your nails done. Oh, okay. oh really? Wow. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Wow. <laughs> and who's playing at the at the gig? Uh, so we've got uh Odiana, uh who's um so it'll be uh Diana from Odiana as a sol- as a soloist with uh Susie Blue, I think is playing with her. We've got uh laser tits, we've got Emma Fox got Face Face, we've got the Second Sex from Ballarat, and we've got the Girl Freeders who are coming out of semi-hibernation to play, mm. which is going to be amazing. Uh, and we'll have our raffle, which we have uh, every year as well. So we do a big door prize raffle to cool. to give away some, some goodies. And that and that's always really nice because it's nice that people support us in that way. Yeah. What time does it start on Sunday? Uh, doors are at three. And first band is 3.45 or mm-hmm. 3.50. Uh, and it'll go till about Nine thirty ten, um, so it, it's a good Sunday afternoon session, and it'll be nice to be at the Bella Union before it shuts up or if it shuts up shop in October. Unfortunately. Oh, I did not. Did you know that?
1: I did. You did. Oh, I, I did. didn't know
2: that. I love the Bell Union. What yeah, it's a, it's a real shame. So you know, coming down and say goodbye.
0: Oh, right. What's happening to the bill? What's happening to it? Uh, I don't know. It's um, it's it's
2: closing. I'm not sure why, but it's just it's. Well, that's sad. Hopefully All it right. won't be turned into
1: a dog box apartments.
2: <laughs> oh, don't Hopefully it will
1: continue to be a great <sighs> live music
0: venue. Hope, I hope under so. another banner.
2: Yeah, right. Well, well yeah, it's mm. it, it's not clear what the trades hall are going to do with it. I think that I don't know. Mm. Maybe it's maybe it's too expensive to keep going as a okay. venue because you know it's a presumably expensive building to keep
0: going. It costs so. a lot to run a bar. Yeah. Well, yeah. So for Sunday, where do people go to get tickets for this? Uh, well, they're on the. The Bell Union website,
2: mm-hmm. um, which is also uh, on our uh, Facebook, the booking link is on our Facebook, and there's an event and and stuff like that. And you can also just go to the Slotwalk Melbourne. Uh, so it's Slotwalk Melbourne rather than, than just Slotwalk because there's different Slotwalks all over Australia and all over the world. So yeah, we're, so, so we're specifically Slotwalk Melbourne if you find us on Facebook and yeah, there's uh-huh. a lot of information and all that. all those sort other of stuff. Have a look.
1: Lisa did thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck with Slut Fest on Sunday and best thank of you. luck with the Slut Walk March in September, September here in Melbourne. It's a great concept, it's a great activity, and it's wonderful that people are taking back their power and giving a message as well. That's yeah. really, really needed. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, thanks, thanks for, for having me.
0: Cheers. Thanks. thanks.
1: It's 25 to 5 you're in your face on 3CR. What
0: do you got over there? Bisexual
1: Alliance oh. is a non profit <laughs> organisation dedicated to raising awareness and supporting people who are bisexual, people who are multi gender attracted. Their partners and their families. Bisexual Alliance runs several monthly discussion groups in and outside of Melbourne to offer support, a safe space to chat about your experiences and to explore others' experience of multi gender attraction. These groups are for bisexuals, those who are questioning, and their loved ones. For more information, visit Bi Alliance.org or email info at Bi Alliance.org. As Prime Minister of Australia, I am sorry
0: coming live to you from the sorry. Aboriginal Embassy in Canberra, I'm Canberra I'm as part of the Sorry Day Convergence. Sorry. And here comes Gilla. How you going, Gilla? How's
1: you going, Gap? How's it going, uh, all you listeners down Melbourne? And you're missing a great time up here and uh, a great day. Subscribe
0: to your award-winning independent community radio station bringing you coverage of community issues and events. We need your support. Call nine four one nine eight three double seven 8377
1: and subscribe today.
0: I feel hopeful. I feel grateful. I feel sorry.
1: As an Aboriginal person, let me shake your
0: hand. Thanks very much for being here today.
1: Thank you very much. No worries.